When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Drive Show with Peter Vlahos. Toolmark, your complete tool centre. Proudly WA owned and operated for over 40 years. Great to have your company here on Drive. Uh, and today uh, we heard the news that one of the visionaries of Australian cricket, Laurie Saul, passed away at the age of 96. When it came to identifying talent, uh, Laurie Saul had an incredible eye and uh, he served in a lot of capacity in both WA cricket and Australian cricket. And uh, to share the legacy that Laurie Saul has left on this nation when it comes to cricket is another man that's been one of uh, this country and particularly West Australians enduring captains in Australian Sheffield Shield cricket during the late 1970s and 1980s. Of course, he captained both WA and South Australia He's affectionately known as Invers. Johnny Verreri, thanks for joining us on the program. A pleasure, Peter. Laurie Saul, you knew him very well, uh, passing away overnight at the age of 96. What a figure overall he was for Australian cricket. He was a wonderful, wonderful guy. Um, his contribution to club cricket, the University of Western Australia Cricket Club, to Western Australia and to Australia cricket was outstanding. I don't think there's been a Western Australian who's made a greater contribution to cricket than Laurie Saul. He was nicknamed the Colonel. Did you know how he got that nickname? Yes, I do. He was, uh, after the war, he went away and he was just, um, he just saw a little bit of service in the islands north of Australia. And he came back and did a degree and he was staying at Curry Hall. And he had a group of mates and they used to like to get to the same table. And he was the great organiser. So it was the time just after the war. So he, he was in charge, so they called him the Colonel. <laughs> and it stuck from the mid-1940s. Uh, when I last saw him a month or so ago, uh, he was only known as the Colonel. And he was in an aged care facility and we keep plead, kept pleading with the, clear, the carers not to call him Laurie, but to call him the Colonel. <laughs> As you mentioned, John, he served in World War II. Uh, he enlisted in January of 1944 and fought as a teenager. When he returned, he did make his first class debut for WA at the age of 29, uh, but he wanted to stay in cricket, didn't he? And he applied to be a WA selector in 1962. And from then on... Laurie Saul became a prominent figure. Well, that's right. So he retired from cricket and became a selector in 1962. And in November or December 1962, I was playing for Claremont against University at James Oval. Uh, and he was captain of uni. And I made a few runs. And um, anyway, he looked favourably on me. And without having done much, uh, a few weeks later, I was in the Western Australian team. Uh, so that friendship started 60 years ago. And I remember the first time well, I played against him and then 
the first time down at state practice when I was about to play, he came up and shook my hand and said a few <laughs> reasonably curt things, just <laughs> under, always understated. And he was, I loved him from that moment. He's a wonderful bloke. Great sense of humour. Wonderful humour. Yeah, I can see that certainly you're very well connected to him, John. Uh, and a lot of people, and you're fortunate to share uh, many of his years uh, together. Saying that, of course, when he took on the role as a selector, WA then went through what was known as a golden period. They won six Sheffield Shield titles when he was selector of WA cricket. They reckon he just had yeah. an eye for talent. Would that be fair to say? Yes, he did. Uh, an eye for talent and an eye for character. And uh, anyway, there's a lot of funny stories about him, but uh, he, he was a man of intelligence, of great integrity, of wisdom, warmth in a unique sort of way, and then uh, as a, a wonderful sense of humour. He was part of a selection. Dearly loved by many. Dearly loved by all who knew him. Yes. And, of course, he was part of a selection panel that was chaired by Alan Edwards, another West Australian. But he fostered the careers, and I'd like to get your thoughts on this, of Dennis Lilly, of Rod Marsh, of Kim Hughes, of Terry Alderman, and yourself. Yes, How much yes, did he yes. do to contribute to your career uh, as a cricket and as a leader of WA cricket? Well, I mean, his selection... His selections were, I think, outstanding. He had, he had a gift for that. But I've talked with cricketers from other states and, you know, who did they play for? Did they play for Melbourne or Victoria or Victorian Cricket Association? Or, and I think we had a period there where we were passionate Western Australians, you know, against the Eastern states. So we were dedicated to, uh, to try and bring pleasure to Western Australians and people from Perth. But I think our very strong identification as a team was with Laurie Saul and Alan Edwards, that we we wanted to do our best for them. You talk about footballers playing for a coach uh, and, of course, cricketers playing for a captain, but we certainly played for Laurie Saul and Alan Edwards. They were two great men and great... Western Australian cricket people and different but terrific personalities. Mm. Saying that, he promoted you into the WA side. Can you remember uh, the moment that you were given that honour? And as we say, the rest is history when it comes to John Inverarity. Yeah, I can remember first finding out and then first meeting him at state practice because I was selected when I wasn't in the state squad. WA had just lost outright by an innings to New South Wales, in which Alan Davidson took a hat-trick. And I think the selectors thought, right, we're going to promote some young people who may have a bit of promise. So that was, that was the time, December 1962. He, in 13 years, was a national selector from 1982, 11 of them as chairman. He un- identified some of the greats of Australian cricket, as I rattle off just some of the names, the War Twins, Mark Taylor, Ian Healy, David Boone, Michael Slater, the late Shane Warne, Glenn McGrath. It just goes on and on. It's very us. Yeah, there was a great there was a great talent base at that time, but he quickly identified them. I mean, Steve Steve Moore told me a story not so long ago. Um, anyway, it was the Argus Review, 
and um, Laurie Saul was interviewed by Don Argus and three of the Australian captains, Steve Waugh, Alan Border and Mark Taylor. And uh, Laurie's punchline of his humour were always enhanced because he had a slight impediment in his speech. And they met with Laurie at his house and they were all leaving and Steve Waugh hung back a bit. He wanted to say something to the colonel and ask him a question. And I think Steve was after a bit of sort of praise like we knew you had the talent and we knew you had the character and we knew you'd come good. But he said to the colonel, he said, recently I've been wondering um, when I started Test Cricket, I had a, a lean run for a long time. I've been wondering why you stuck with me and expecting you know, some compliments. And the colonel said, mm, I've been wondering myself recently. <laughs> <laughs> he was a, he just came out with the unexpected. Uh, he was an influential mentor. Uh, of course, you took on the role as chairman of the Australian Selection Committee. So yep. did Rod Marsh, the late Rod Marsh. Uh, yep. Did He no doubt saw you as the people to take Australian cricket forward yourself and Rod Marsh. Uh, was he a mentor when it came to you taking over as chairman of selectors for the Australian cricket team? Look, I, I've uh, kept in touch with the Colonel, you know, constantly. So during the period when I was Australian selector, I often had a coffee with him yesterday and we'd chat through things. Yeah, he was, he was, he was terrific. He was just, he's just, he, he had great wisdom and, you know, um, he didn't speak excessively. He just knocked nails on the head. Mm. He had enormous success. Uh, we know WA cricket at the WACA ground. And, of course, his reign, I suppose, as in charge of the selection panel of the Australian cricket team, uh, John Inverarity, may have culminated in that Ashes victory in 1989 that really ushered an era of success for Australian cricket. Would that be fair to say? Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, there was a lot of good players coming through at that time, but he made some selections where he probably, uh, they were based on character and uh, he made wise selections and Australian cricket prospered. He was very influential, yes. And those players of that time, you know, Steve Waugh, Mark Taylor, Ian Healy, they all had a great deal of time for him. Mm. He managed that team in 1989 and uh, uh, they loved him. Saying that, John Inverarity, uh, 96 years of age, he lived a full life. As we mentioned, as a young boy, he served this country in World War II, had a great passion for cricket. He was a Dow batsman from all reports. Uh, but as you mentioned, he was great to be around. And no doubt, he, you said you saw him about a month ago. You'll probably look back on some great memories with the great Laurie Saul. Yeah, and he... He was dearly loved by many, by many, and he had a great affection for the University Cricket Club, cricket generally, Western Australian cricket and Australian cricket. And, you know, even recently, he'd be in his room in an aged care facility. Uh, he'd be watching that. And, of course, he was also a great Dockers supporter too, <laughs> having played a bit with East Fremantle. Well, well, I know he was awarded the Order of Australia in 1992 for his services to cricket administration, rightfully so. And as we know, the leading yeah. award in WA cricket is uh, la named after him, the Laurie Saul Medal, which uh, will be there yeah. for everybody to treasure 
now that he's left us yep. at the age of 96. Just a final word, John. If you had to characterise Laurie Saw the person, is there two or three war- words that you reckon uh, encapsulate him as an individual? I would say, well, wisdom, integrity and humour. And you'll miss him. Miss him greatly. Thanks for joining us, John. He had a, he had a good life and thankful we knew him. And we thank you very much for paying uh, John Inverity a, a tribute to the great Laurie Saw. Thanks for your time, John. Really appreciate it. Good evening, Peter. Bye. Good on you. John Inverity there joining us here on Drive with Peter Vlahos. Uh, great to have a chat to Invers. What an icon he was for West Australian cricket. As I mentioned, six Sheffield Shield successes when Laurie Saw was in charge. WA had only won one Shield prior to him taking over as a selector in WA cricket. He was an absolute legend in the true sense of the word. We'll take a break, come back with more in a moment. You're with Drive with Peter Vlahos. If you'd like to maybe make a comment, uh, then you're more than welcome. You can text us at the Temperate Bedshed text line, 0487 736 736 Bedshed. Uh, experts in temper mattresses, pillows and adjustable bases. You can check the range of temper products in store. Visit bedshed.com.au. And if you'd like to give us a call, maybe pay a tribute in your own right to Laurie Saul. Uh, the Scarborough Toyota open line is there for you, 13 12 55. On the other side of the break, uh, Tom Hawkins, the star forward for Geelong, on the eve of Joel Selwood playing his 350th AFL game, reckons that Joel Selwood is the greatest player ever to put on the hoops at Geelong. Do you agree? Tommy Hawkins reckons he is the greatest ever cat. What about Gary Ablett Jr., Gary Ablett Sr.? There's a few others in there. Um, But because of 350s and his longevity and the fact that he's, of course, the most capped uh, captain in VFL-AFL history, does Joel Selwood take that mantle? As we go to the break, let's have a listen to what uh, Patrick Dangerfield had to say about his club skipper. Uh, it's, it's incredible. Not bad for someone that, um, you know, if the Cats could get five or six years out of him with a bung knee, then they'd be going okay. Um, yeah, he's been an incredible player for the football club and an incredible leader, one of the best ever. Um, we're a better organisation because of of Joel's time at our footy club. Um, and it, it will be a, a monumental thing to run at behind him. He, he has this aura about him that you just walk taller when he's walking in front of you. You just do. He commands the respect of the of the of the team, of the organization, of the supporters. He embodies everything that you know I see as fundamentally Geelong and our culture. Um, so it'll be a really special thing, and to have that uh, at Kidding Your Park, it's something we can all celebrate.